does Wonder Woman have a no, have a pet? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, Cheetah. But I'm. And welcome to issue number 175 of the Woo! Bad Coyote Hockey Podcast. Uh, today it's the DC Universe Extravaganza as we Yarr. discuss the first half of Young Justice Season 3, a.k.a. Outsiders. Uh, and we'll also talk about Reign of the Superman, the new DC animated movie that is based off of the 1990... When was that, case? I don't even remember. 96... Late, mid to late nineties run I'm, and sequel to to the um, Death of Superman animated movie, but before we do any of that, let's see who's joining us tonight. We have Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. TV's Casey. Superman must die. Wonderful. And joining us tonight, special guest, Ellen Adele, a.k.a. Ellen McMahon. I'm here for the lols. It's true. It's really true. <laughs> uh, and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Egg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, gentlemen, ladies, Young Justice Outsiders, it's finally back. After how many years? Too many years. Like five. Way too many. It's five. It's five more than that. But... Honestly, like when they said tweet about it and it might be renewed, I had friends turn off like alerts that I had tweet tweeted because I tweeted so much because I love <laughs> like was, you were too sent, much. She sent me a message. She was like, I'm unfollowing you on Twitter until this is over. <laughs> and she just refollowed you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear from Ellen about impressions going into uh season three like like so you're you're gearing it up right you yeah. either have dc universe or you don't i don't know i do and you press the play button you do i, I do too. i want it i want it to be renewed for season four yeah it people i know you're poor me too it's a mood please pay for the week to watch it and then cancel it i guess yeah. and then come back when it's back on and win june and just like watch it a yeah. whole bunch for like a month so that people just have it on repeat all the time. Yeah, in the background. That's, what, that's I what I did when it was yeah. on Netflix. And they're like, it could be renewed if Netflix has my numbers. And I was like doing shit and Netflix <laughs> is just playing. It's like, are you still there? Yes, I am. <laughs> just play Young Justice. Yes, absolutely. Only Young Justice. I've watched episode one 55 times and I need it 55 more. I've watched it a lot, That's but awesome. um, it's a good first episode. It's... It really, yeah, and it leaves you more than whelmed. <laughs> so, needless to say, we're, we were all pretty excited that this got renewed. Um, to give everyone out there in internet land kind of like an idea of where our heads at, I want to know your favorite character from the previous uh, seasons as well as your favorite episode. Artemis, and uh, my favorite episode was the one where they all, all get their minds wiped in the first season oh, in Bialia yeah. and like you see yeah. how uh, the interactions are different when they have a completely different meeting 
you know. Yeah. And it's like you still don't know who Artemis is and like you're trying to figure it out. And I didn't cheat. I didn't look to see who Artemis Croc was because if you did, you could find out. Um, but it was I was very excited. Why, why do you like Artemis so much? I just think I really like her character design a whole bunch. And she's so sassy. She's like she, she has the most like woman experiencing a man moments I've ever seen in a like a cartoon like in my life. Like when like Wally goes, "Who are you?" and she's just like, "You wish you knew." And then like at one point in that same episode, uh, he's like, "This is all your fault," and she's just kind of like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> and yeah, again, that's fair. Um, you know, I just she, she, I love her. She's sassy. She wears yeah. a lot of green. Fair, yeah. She is. She's all. She is very scoundrel esque. I guess, and a yeah. lot of her like delivery, which I I do like her as well. Casey, this is a tough one. Um, favorite episode is definitely when the team bands together to fight the brainwashed Justice League, mm. which I think is one of the most brilliant plans of all time. Is you combine technology, magic, and little bitty cut off pieces of Starro, mm. and you just you have everybody brainwashed, and no one is safe. Yeah. Not even the mighty Batman. For no one. Plans. No the great thing about it is it really shows how these teen heroes have sort of come to their own and that some of them even know their mentors better than you might think. Mm. You know, when you have Robin and Superboy teaming up to take out Superman and Batman at the same time and they're doing the... They kind of do a, a fastball special sort of a move. Do they do? Yeah. Where, they, where he throws Robin like a cannonball. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really good. And it was such a satisfying conclusion because it's... It's like the old Teen Titans versus JLA comic book. You know, mm. hero versus hero is completely overplayed. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. In this environment where the the scales are so far tipped in one direction, like you can't think like who can really stand up to Superman who who else is on the Justice League, let alone somebody who's just on the Titans. Yeah. As far as favorite character goes, it's McGann. You're you're totally right. It's Miss Martian. For the rest of the episode, hello, Casey. Hello, Megan. Casey has to go, hello, Casey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because she's cute, she's green, and she makes jokes about a 70s sitcom all Less the time. so in the third season. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the so white the Martian season. bald look. I'm just... Yeesh. Please put your hair back on. Yeesh. <laughs> please. Please put it on. <laughs> <laughs> At least bring the eyebrows back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, my favorite episode was, I think it, I don't remember, it was season two for sure. It was, uh, the Lobo episode. You want to talk about good Lobo episodes? Oh, so like... Oh boy. Because... This season. Yeah, oh yeah. Are you talking... Well, I'm talking about season two, the Lobo episode. Yeah, no, the, where he shows up and gets the Krolotan yep. out of the... Yep, he, he totally, like, they totally okay. just steal the Men in Black gig. Where they're just like, oh yeah, there's little green men, little gray men inside of robot suits. <laughs> And yeah, it was, I mean, it was the first time we really saw Cassie, Wonder Girl in action um, mm -hmm. and Barbara as well. Right. It was Batgirl, I think was with her. Yeah. Yes. And, yes, you know, and Lobo is just like, he's such purposefully a douchebag and I love it. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Lobo without that certain level of douchebaggery. It, but, uh, it always throws me off when Brad Garrett is not Lobo. And that's like the, my, yeah. my only complaint because he's just so perfect. But, you know. Whatever. Yeah, we had him for a long time we from did. Superman the Animated Series all the way to Justice League we did. when he was filling in in the Death of Superman story of that show. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a what a wacky tie-in <laughs> we're talking about. Um, I think my favorite character is probably Connor. He's always been my favorite character in Young Justice, period. Um, I just like how they turned him into the Vegeta of the Young Justice. Like, he's just the angriest <laughs> character. I think, like, the fir- very first episode we see him, he's just screaming and ripping things and, like, smashing the whole time. And I'm not <laughs> mad about It's being in that. tubes. I don't blame him. Yeah. I'm not... He has the best arc, definitely, oh, yeah. as, like, a person. Uh, Especially in season three where he's, like, found his zen mm. in fixing motorcycles. Yeah. And now he's, like, mentoring Rion mm-hmm. with his anger issues. Yeah, who's also he's super like... angry, which is wonderful. <laughs> I just love angry characters, I think. I think that's just what I got. Um, all right. So we're, we're into season three now. Um the first couple episodes, did they live up to your expectation to this hype of what you've been building up? I think that they were, it was not, I would not say living okay. up because I was instantly brought down by the art quality. Yeah. It's not as good. It was something I noticed immediately. Yeah. Like the characters were not as clean or as smooth. It looked choppy and sharp. Um, at one point in one of the first couple of episode, I know episodes I noted, noticed dick grayson's eyes went apart and then came back oh my together. god oh my god i saw that too yeah. like, it's a very uma thurman moved. moment yeah Just, <laughs> like i pay attention this is stuff i pay attention to and so i was like mm. so the art's not as good but i'm surviving i'm thriving i'm getting over it we're moving yeah. on um i wish they would go back to whatever studio they got well they might not before, be able to afford that kind they, of quality right now they, I think they have less money yeah. than they did before. Which is a shame. But um, there, there was one scene, just speaking of that, where I saw Robin, mm-hmm. s- like Tim, slide mm-hmm. and then start walking. Oh, was it <laughs> was it like a bad, uh, like Space Ghost Coast to Coast It really was. Thing? But like, like they, they didn't have money. He in from the, from the edge of the screen and he like, he lifts up a little bit and there's like a gap. <laughs> it was it was so bad. I, don't, I Like I was watching it. I was like, wait a minute. And I rewound it a little bit and I watched it again. I was like. And he, like, skips a couple frames, too. It was the strangest thing. Yikes. And it's super obvious um, because I had binged all of season one and two into three. I watched it pretty yeah. much. I got caught up all in one weekend. And then I started watching weekly. Uh-huh. And it really is. It's jarring. It's like, ugh. No, I started watching just today because I was nothing to do at work. So I just started watching cartoons. And it, I was watching the... um. The, the commentary episodes, they have a couple of episodes with, like, fan commentary and then, like, creator commentary and comic book commentary. And it was just, I was watching the first episode, and it was just, it's such a difference. And I couldn't, ever, I couldn't put into words why I knew that it was different until I watched the episodes. And it's because the colors are better in the first two seasons, that it's smoother... The, um, I think they're trying to make them look older, but they just make their fakes, faces look really like sharp yeah. and choppy. Um, it's just not as finished. It feels like it's 85% done, and it just needs like a little bit more. A little bit yeah. more. But I'm forgiving because I want a season four, and I want it to continue, and I want them to get more yeah. money. It's, it's also not so and drastic that it looks bad. It's, it's not as bad as Reign of Superman, I'll tell you that. And we'll get into Damn. that Damn! But... Damn. But ouch! But Jesus! It's it, it's, at least let the round bells start before you start throwing punches, buddy. Yeah, like Greg is angry. He's fighting dirty tonight. <laughs> um, but it, it's you're used to a certain quality, and you don't get it. 
and it it is kind of a bummer. I think the writing was still there. Yes, the storytelling is still yeah. good. I'm very excited about Cyborg. Just bring oh me my God. Starfire and I Raven. Hate, That's all I need. I hate Cyborg. Fun fact: hate Cyborg. Aww. Least favorite DC character. However, in Young Justice, I dig him. I really, I yeah, really what do you dig the dislike take. about him that's different. It's just like that. Uh, again, it's that anger. It's that like, <laughs> that's my theme oh, today. He's upset. He's, I so, hate my dad. <laughs> Why am I a robot? Where's my football scholarship? <laughs> he, no, it's just. I just need someone that's angry all the time. I will have to say, I feel that the after the explosion, like how his heart mm. is exposed and his eye is missing and you see his skull. That was a little bit too much for me. I, was I wasn't like, expecting Whoa. that. Yeah. I thought this was a children's yeah, show. Yeah, isn't this PG-13? And like, also, the only graphic deaths we're getting are like people of color. So like Cyborg and Halo dies all the time because she can and come back to life. But all the traumatic things are happening to them. That we know of so far. That we know of so far, but I can only judge by what I've seen. Yeah. And I don't know. I just felt like that thing with Cyborg was just a little bit too well, much. I mean, like we didn't need to see his exposed heart with his like yeah like, skeleton but, like, that, that's what legit like, happens to him though is like he just explodes well i know but you can like you can do that without exposing the body parts so you can well i, I think what they're trying to do and i remember reading this is they're trying to like grow with their audience they're not trying like their main mm -hmm. audience were kids when this first came out right years yeah. ago now <laughs> Everyone's kind of grown College. up and in me, you know, because we'll always watch them. But um, now that everyone's kind of a little bit older, a little more mature, things like that, they don't want to go back to what they were in season one. They want to just move right along. Mm. And I think I think that shock value was like a cheap ploy to really illustrate that point. I agree. But I think that's kind of mm -hmm. where their head's at. I will say the sound design for Cyborg when he turns into Cyborg was amazing. It was like chilling. Like mm -hmm. I was frightened that was of that sound. Good. It was really cool. Like it's something that comes I like comes the, from a hell world. It should be. I like these. Yeah, I like these kind of like brainwashed. Yeah, that's what I like too. Is he, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing? By the father it's box. feeding upon something inside of him that's really deep. Um, and the fact that the mother box, which we learn is actually part Halo, or Halo is part mother box. Halo. Halo is a mother box. It, it's and the fact that Reborn. she's so like carefree and uplifting and positive, and he's the opposite. I really like that kind mm -hmm. of like opposite. I love that he's kind of a just a he's like a divorced child, but like literally because his father box and his yeah. mother box can't get along, <laughs> and it's affecting him on an extremely violent emotional level. Um, what's your favorite new character? Easy, so easy. Well, I'll, I'll say new character. What's your favorite character in season three and favorite episode in season three? And I want to start with Casey. Forager is TV's Casey's Forager. favorite character. Forager likes Forager. Forager loves Forager. Forager loves Forager. He's fr Forager like Fred Bug Forager with two like Gs. Fred Bug with two Gs Forager. likes Forager. I always thought uh, Forager was a cool character. I love the new gods in general because you know me, big Jack Kirby fan. Yeah. Everything that guy does, like, he's the king of comics. Their take on Forager is a lot of fun. The third-person alien speak has not worn itself out, even though they tried so hard to bury that in the ground when he gets a human disguise. Um. I love that he's chunky and he's chubby and he's got a cute face. He's he's just really funny looking. Um, I like that they continue giving Jason Spizak a job. Yeah. Fair. Um, I just he's just a, a fun addition to the team. I've never because I've never liked Geoforce. I can honestly say 
I don't think I've I've read maybe one issue of Outsiders ever. Yeah. That had Halo in it. I think she's got cool powers, but I, you know, nothing stuck with me like this roly poly alien man. I do like how they mentioned Superboy doesn't age externally, but he does internally, and then Nolan North just gave up on doing a kid voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nolan North, and this is my normal speaking voice. Yeah. Uh, also, kind of rewatching that, I have mixed feelings about Nolan North with Superboy or as Superboy now. Ellen. Um, my favorite new character is Halo mm-hmm. because she is Artemis's baby. She's a little ray of sunshine. <laughs> They're adorable. And she is so sweet. I wish that they didn't jump the shark with her and Breon. They could have held out with that a little bit more. I feel like they kind of had them kiss. I don't think soon. they're going to end up together. Because I love. Mark my words. I. That's you, that is the the thing. Once they get if they get together soon, it's That's gonna it. split yeah. apart. But I'm really excited about Cyborg. But I I think I like Halo more, and I kind of wish that her since she is like um like a Muslim sort of character and she wears the hijab. I kind of wish her outfit, her superhero outfit, weren't so like skin tight. Yeah. Um, that she had kind of like a looser sort of thing. But um, they're trying so. You know, props for trying. I think that's also a, but, um, a little tough to make interesting with the way that her powers are. Because um, she's got, like, the... Maybe. She's got those, like... I don't want to say DC speed lines. Greg gets it, though. Yeah. When Rebirth came out, they all had the armor lines on all their costumes. Yes. For no that. for no reason. Yeah. Like, Superman doesn't need to wear tactical body armor. Like, this is dumb. Yeah. But on Halo's <laughs> outfit, it's got the colored stripes. Which I think. It, I mean, you can do a looser outfit with the colored stripes. You, you can. Uh, like, just have like a blousier shirt and like some blousy pants. There's an like, there's that's an X Men character called called Dust, who is probably one of the most prominent Muslim characters in comics before. Don't they make her super sexy though? Not really. Aren't um, they all? They draw in their her own way. like with really. I mean, I guess she's got specifically like. Well, she's a, she's a teenager, so she's not drawn as bombastic as like a normal super lady. She's one of like the the teenage in school X Men. But her power is that I okay. mean, she turns into like sand, and she has control over her body. So the whole like full black robe with the hijab, like extreme, you know, orthodox style muslim it's like it, it works and from an aesthetic perspective i think that works but i don't know i mean i'm sure a flowy outfit could work i'm sure the designers could do it but i think the change now wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because she's already what? committed to it's too late building now a, yeah it's she's committed to building a new identity but hmm. yeah i'm for it um and my favorite episode is definitely the fever dream beast boy episode that was where really cool one. like we go back with the doom patrol yeah. And, like, I hate him with Perdita or whatever. I just think that's just garbage. <laughs> like, him being with the queen of another country. He's like, my queen. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I just hate it. <laughs> but it's so contrived and so stupid. It's, like, probably one of the things I dislike most about this season. And every time it comes yeah. up, I'm just, like, checking I mean, out. It makes sense, though, because he's, like, the, the Justin Bieber of this world, essentially, that, can, that acts... He's Justin Bieber combined with William Shatner. I'm always going to ship him with Raven because of Teen Titans, Fair. and I'm not going to like this random girl, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Just like I just like I don't like that Dick and Bob are together, although I know that's going to cause some dysfunction hey, that's the way it in should the comic be. book community. He, I said what? that's the way it should be. He loves her no matter what. No matter what condition she's in. Yep. 
Even when he cheats on her with Starfire, with Starfire. Hey, still loves her. Hey. <laughs> She's an alien sex goddess. That's different. It's different. Yeah, have you seen her? I mean, shit. Anyway. You gotta stand <laughs> you, by your Have girl, you seen bro. her? She looks like a hooker. Oh, wait. Are you talking about the live action or... That's not getting. No, I'm talking about the Teen Titans 2000 show. Like, when they're when it, like... When it was good. That, that's like my formative, yeah. like, comic book TV show thing. And so I love Robin and Starfire, like Dick Grayson and Starfire together. I just... That's like my jam. Yeah. And I know that's why they're not bringing in Starfire is so that... He can be with Barbara and not cause like a well, war. They um, might at some point. Akin, akin to Harry Potter, like you never know. In the fandom, you never really know. They could bring it in. Something horrible could happen well, to her. I would. Yeah. God, I don't. Want you mean something, something bad worse? To happen to Barbara so I can get my now. ship. Like, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Um, but anyways, I love the Fever Dream, Beast Boy, like the Doom Patrol, and all the original Teen Titans come yeah. together, and then their Doom Patrol characters. As Doom Patrol go. Like, I love you. We're gonna take care of you. Now we're gonna go die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that I don't like Teen Titans and, Go, but I really liked that they brought that into Doom Patrol, and yeah. it was like the yeah I, the the sadness of it all, intermixed with like the the tongue and cheek delivery was just brilliant. I think. Um, what do you think about Greg Sipes taking over? Oh, did they recast They him? recast Beast Boy between seasons. Oh, huh. No. It, it, he's the original Beast Boy, right? right? Yeah. He's the he's the one from Teen yeah. Titans. I mean, I didn't notice. Wow. I, wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention. to. I noticed a couple of voices were different. G. Gordon Godfrey is not Nigel Thornberry anymore. No. <laughs> so I'm two out of three. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love it. I love, I love that Beast Boy. That's fair. So, yeah. I don't know. It was, I didn't notice. Yeah. Uh, for me. Beast Boy looks fresh in this season. Favorite episode. I'll start with episode first. Casey knows which one it is. It's also my favorite episode. <laughs> this is the fucking best episode out of all of them. Private security. The bow hunter episode was just <laughs> a ray of sunshine and such a filler episode, but totally totally worth it we get to see um the best kind of filler. well it's filler with some ramification and, and more of a uh, not ramification, more of like a, a internal look into dick and his mental state right now last we saw wally vanished into thin air and we didn't really get any sort of feel about how people reacted to that like a little bits here and there um certainly with artemis but we never really see how dick did kind of like Looked like he just kind of bottled it up, kind of like, you know, Bruce would or anyone in the Bat family really kind of would. Mm-hmm. And when he's palling around with Roy, Roy 2, who's now called Will. Will. Yeah. Will. And he accidentally calls him Wall. And, you know, Will calls him out on that. He's like, what is it? The red hair? Like, I'm not Wally. Don't try to replace me with your old best friend. And you're just kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's deep. And for such a funny episode, too, where it's just you get all of the you get the original and the clones of Roy Harper and you are rent a cops for a day. It's just brilliant. It's so <laughs> and good. he's got dad bod now. Yeah, he does. He's, he's he does chubby. have dad bod. I noticed that. And that's the first thing I was like, whoa, buddy. Crazy. That, that's like just such the best uh, one of the best or the best episode for me of the season thus far. Best character. It's probably I'm just gonna stick with Will. He's just my favorite. 
He's just a good guy now. He overcame so much in between seasons. Oh, actually, one all the way up to three. He actually has a really good character arc and probably the most character development mm -hmm. out of anyone. Like, he went through something very similar than Superboy, where he was fine, and then he got really angry they couldn't go into Justice League. We found that was subconscious programming. And then he was really angry that he was a clone, and then he overcame that. And now he's just living the suburban dream. He's got a kid. He's got a job. Well, minus his, yeah. his yeah. wife. Well, sh I Listen, they were kind of implying that Will and Artemis were going to get together. And I, I swear to God, like Casey witnessed. I was going to go insane. <laughs> that was like, no. you like. I was even talking to my roommate. Like, you do not sleep with your sister's ex-husband. Does not mm -hmm. happen. Like, that's a big well, no-no. Well, it does happen. And so, like, if they did... I does happen, but don't do it. <laughs> and don't do it in the show and not with my favorite character. Yeah. And then she shows up and he's out there and they have this moment. And I'm like, they're still in love. But like, do, you, Good. do you think that Artemis is maybe on a subconscious level doing what Dick was with Will? Where it's just kind of like, well, they're a letter apart in terms of name. They both have the red hair. Like they're both kind of. No, now especially I think lucky. she's doing what people do is like instead of taking care of herself she's taking care of other yeah. people so so in order to not face all of the pain at once and I mean she seems pretty healthy she's got the picture next to her bed she still has the yeah. dog that they had together yeah. like but I think also like being an aunt is probably also helpful to her mental mm. state I don't think there is anything between them and if the writers put something it's between them i'm gonna be a grumpy I, fan i think <laughs> and i might actually tweet i, I think that i am grumpy. if they make anything happen between them it's because wally's coming back soon they're gonna interject some drama um, like i hope i hope I they think, don't do that greg wally's weissman has denied there is a speed force but we know he is no little... but then did you see earlier today christopher jones said that and then Greg Wiseman said, I didn't say that. And I'm like, bitch, you've been saying it for five years. <laughs> but listen, in the Fever Dream episode, all of the dead characters get shot with beams, mm. except for Wally. Yeah. Wally's the only character the who doesn't get shot by the alien characters and dies yeah. again. He is in the Speed Force. He will be back. Poor. Hopefully, the last second of this season, who's to Poor say? Poor Ted Cord, by the way. Just going to be dead in every single DC universe that's ever happened, ever. Hey, you got to see Always. two of your favorites get shot yeah. by aliens in that flashback. Yeah. Is it Jason Todd yeah. and oh, well, Booster? Oh. Or not let's, Booster Gold, let's, but... Uh, let's just talk Booster about Gold. Jason a little bit. Yeah, because... yeah so who else was... Uh, this is going to be a bit... Listen, I called yeah. it. I called it. As soon as he came at Dick Grayson with the sword, I was like... That's well, Jason. So, and Casey was sitting next to me. He was like, no, it isn't. I was like, bitch. And then he goes, Dick Grayson. I was like, oh. So for me, it was one of those um, right? like Homer Simpson moments where so <laughs> like everyone's doing something. Not that. every like They're all fighting. They're all doing something really cool. And then all of the like extra ninjas <laughs> go away. And he's and there's that one about. that's just like next to everyone. And I'm like, why are you still here? He's going to do something cool. I don't want to stop watching him because the second I do, he's going to do something really fucking cool or it's going to be very impactful. And then he says that line and I was like, Jason fucking Todd. And a lot of this time, too, I'm thinking like I'm watching season one up through three. I'm like, where's Jason Todd in all this? We have the five year gap in between seasons one and two. 
by the way, yeah, he yeah. dies. He's got the oh, hologram. Yeah. They have the hologram and stuff, but like they don't really talk about him, right? Like he's only in the background. Tim mm-hmm. doesn't really talk about him. Dick doesn't really talk about him. Bruce doesn't. If you talk brought it up in front of Batman, you'd probably get a slap in the mouth. Well, like Dick and Tim could just talk amongst themselves. Yeah. You know, um, no one's saying anything. Well, he says, "Don't die." Right. You know? Right. In the first episode of season two, he's like, just right. don't but die. But we don't, for a, a show that has a lot of character development in it, they don't mention it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then the fact that they're having this be a thing is really now, in hindsight, a bread trail crumb. Bread crumb trail. There we go. I got there. Um, <laughs> to this big reveal, which I am really excited about, because that's my probably top five. He's in my top five, Jason Todd. He's, de- he's definitely your number two DC character. Uh, yeah, that's fair. He's got to be. That's fair. I think Lobo's it's number Booster three. Gold and then right in there. Yeah. Red yeah. Hood, Jason Todd. Yeah. Two guns. Cool shirt. Definitely a jacket. <laughs> Kick-ass The guy helmet. from Supernatural underneath. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh Obviously, that's one of the big reveals. I cannot wait to really come into fruition when the season comes back. Mm-hmm. Damien. Oh, yeah, Damien. Well, he's a little baby. He's a little, little baby. Little teeny tiny baby. Although the, the unzippy of Talia with the baby, I was kind of like, come on, yeah. guys. Do we need to be like, and boobs? Like, well, he's hungry. He's a hungry baby. <laughs> Shut up. Damien oh gets God. what he wants when he wants it. He's a spoiled brat. Uh, ultimately, one of the one of the little things too. We're gonna move right on. I want everyone to kind of keep in mind as we're gonna when we come back, we will talk about the rest of season three when we get it. We are on a nice little mid season hiatus. Um, I hate hiatuses. I do too. They're the worst. <laughs> there were less. There was less time that passed in between, or more time that passed in between seasons one and two in the fictional world than in seasons two and three, mm-hmm. and that drives me fucking nuts. It was five years in between season one that happened, and then it was two or three years in between season two and three, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, do you think the spacing of that DC Universe has done, where it's three episodes up until the end, where there's four a week, worked for you? Or would you rather just have it all at once to shoot right through? I'd rather have them all at once, but that's just yeah. me. Um, We're so used to marathoning like- shows at this point. Yeah. That's ev- that's for everybody, I think. Like Netflix puts out a show, like how many do you get through in an evening, right? Right. Yeah. Six, seven. I mean, you well, just, you're do like, you think? Right, do you think that they wanted to do it for the storytelling aspect, so like you're kind of having something to look forward to next week, or do you think they were worried that everyone would just cancel in the same week? <laughs> I, I think that yeah, they're they're trying to like oh my keep God. people on the site and like watching. Yeah. Um. I think that's definitely a part of it, um, but it's just I'm kind of like scared of hiatuses now, especially after what happened with season two yeah. when they had like hiatuses after every single episode, yeah. and like Casey is like, "Wow, this goes by really fast. This is so great," and I'm like, "I forgot this happened so fast because it was like months in between episodes. Like you don't know, you didn't suffer the way I suffered." <laughs> Well, oh, a point of for order this. for everybody playing at home. I had not seen Young Justice when it first came Which out. Which is a shock. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, once the once the DC animated universe was over and done with, I was like, I can't have my heart broken again. You're also more of a Marvel fan as well. Yeah, I'm very... I so mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I've always been a much bigger Marvel guy, but as much as I will love Marvel, 
DC is leagues above and beyond when it comes to everything they've produced animation wise. Um, whether it's just the direct to video movies, one of which we'll be talking about tonight for good or bad. Mm. Um, they've got so many other good ones. Crisis on two earths, the wonder woman one that came out in like 2009. I thought you said good ones. And you said, then you wonder said woman crisis on good. two earths. Crisis on two earths was amazing. Yeah, that's horrible. Don't talk. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> you forget. Teen I Titans. can mute you. Teen Titans is bad. He has the power but I love now. It. It's so bad. I, I, that's one of my least favorite ones. Okay, but everything from it's Batman so the Animated Series, yeah. Superman the Animated Series, Justice Batman League, Beyond, Justice League, Shock. Justice League Unlimited, Static Shock, Zeta Project. I don't know Zeta Project. <laughs> <laughs> All very, very high quality stuff, yeah. but, you know, it, it sets the bar really high. Yeah. Just Young Justice, I was like, I've never really cared about the Teen Titans. Yeah. I've just, it's just, even the original show, I was never crazy about because I'm like, where's Batman? Like, you have all the Titans, and it's like, you don't have any other references to other stuff. And then Ellen comes into my life, and she's like, you've never seen Young Justice? And I'm like, I don't want to watch another Teen Titan show oh, about young man. heroes and none of their mentors. And she's like, no, everybody's in it. And I'm like, yeah. come on. She's like, everyone! They even have Bruce here. Greenwood reprise his role. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate your your interpretation that's, of me. That's I'm not pretty that much crazy. how it happened. I thought I thought you had just jumped into that screen real quick. That wasn't what happened. That's so <laughs> it's weird. perfect. Uh, for me, like I was a big fan of Young Justice, the comic book in high school when that was coming out monthly. Um, that's how long ago I was in high school. Peter David was writing monthly DC comics. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. And then I started, I heard about the lineup of this and I got really upset because the lineup of Young Justice, the comic book, is Bart Allen, aka Impulse. It's uh, Tim Drake, Robin, and it's Connor Kent. And not, he wasn't Connor Kent at that point. He was Connell. He didn't have the Connor Kent persona. That didn't happen until Teen yeah, Titans. Well, because he was Jones. still rocking the, he still had the jacket. He had the jacket and the he, fade. He was fresh. And he actually he was went a... through a lot of different uh, costumes. He actually lost his powers at one point. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. And by the way, if you subscribe to DC Universe, uh, I think it's the entire run of Young Justice, the comic, is available to read on there. No which shit. Is brilliant. Yeah. Like, I'm really glad I did that one year. It was like 70 bucks for a year. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I've spent more on stupider stuff. Let's see how this goes. And now I have all that at my disposal. Will I read it? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But I can. And that's the point. Uh, speaking of things that are also on the DC Universe available for streaming, we watched Reign of the Supermen. Yeah. Um, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? So, Reign of the Superman picks up couple months after, I guess you would say, of Death of Superman, where Superman dies fighting Doomsday. Um, and it basically follows four Supermen in this. We have Superboy, we have the Eradicator, we have Steel, and we also have Cyborg. Mm. Um, and basically, it's a world that doesn't have Superman, how they're coping without Superman, and how, these, one of these, how are one of these four Supermen going to pick up the mantle of what Superman Who are the four was. Supermen? Eradicator, Superboy, Cyborg, and Steel. Mm. Okay. Cool. Um, what did you guys think of this movie? I have very strong reservations about their changes to Hank Henshaw's character. Here is my 14-part essay <laughs> pre-prepared for this podcast. Hank Henshaw, in the previous film you may have seen and also in the comics, was part of a space shuttle 
disaster that Superman could not save. Right. In the comics, it's uh, more a not a parody, but it's a a take on the Fantastic Four where Hank Henshaw is the Reed Richards. Um, his wife starts to fade from existence instead of turning invisible. The, her brother turns into a star and explodes. His best friend <laughs> just begins taking on all kinds of like inanimate like rock material. He turns into like you know the end of the fly when Jeff Goldblum is like part fly, part teleporter? That's yeah. that version of the thing. So oh. he's all kinds of messed up. They all die. In fact, the thing commits suicide in an MRI machine, which is insane. All I'm picturing is like the Venture Brothers and they yeah. had like their like parody yeah, of the that's, Fantastic Four. It's one. the same kind of thing. And Henshaw himself, his body is is withering away and he becomes an electronic consciousness. He comes back after Superman's dead in the guise of the cyborg Superman, pretends to be the real thing because he has some of his memories and all of his DNA from his birthing matrix. 90s comics are freaking crazy. They are. Okay? They really are. But in this one, they kind of streamlined everything where it's like everybody died in the crash, but Henshaw was taken in by Darkseid. Yeah. So there's none of this. His personal revenge is still there, but it's all motivated by somebody who's hated Superman for a much longer time and is manipulating him entirely. So it's almost like Henshaw is just a vehicle for Darkseid in this film. Um, He's rebuilt by Darkseid. He's programmed by Darkseid, controlled by Darkseid. Like, he's serving him like he can snap his fingers and he takes over. Like, it's it's dumb. And you don't have any of the stuff where Cyborg Superman kills the Eradicator, where he destroys Coast City and drives Hal Jordan insane, which you could have done in this movie. Perfectly, you could have done that. Because Hal is Green Lantern in this film. Yeah. Voiced by Nathan Fillion. Right? Yeah. Nathan Fillion. Which you could have set up for a Parallax movie, a Sinestro Corps movie. Like, you could have spun Green Lantern out of this big time. As much as I hate Dwight Schrute as Lex Luthor, they could have made this a trilogy instead of a duology. Is that the voice? That's him from The Office. It's Dwight Schrute. You don't don't recognize it because he doesn't say Bears beats Battlestar Galactica (laughs) specifically. But that wasn't. No, I recognized the voice, but I couldn't yeah. pin it down. For me, he didn't work in the first ep- the first movie, but he worked a little better in this movie because he, he wasn't like the Clancy Brown Lex Luthor that we know, right? That's my favorite. Yeah. Can't be Clancy Luthor. Brown. He was a little more crazy, but not Superman, like, me boy. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. It worked better in this movie now that I got used to him. They streamlined a lot of this. They streamlined Superboy. He finds out within like days of being born that he's a clone and he's half Lex Luthor. Yeah, that took years. That took probably a decade in real life. <laughs> in this, it took 10 minutes. Uh, that was voiced by Liam Gallagher from Shameless. I don't know anyone's actual or name. Or Joker from Gotham. Or Joker from Gotham. He's in everything oh! now. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, about. That's yeah. that guy. Uh, Eradicator was kind of like I kind of liked Eradicator in like the comics, especially after the whole reign of the Superman. He- yeah, he's he's ruthless. He's like he's basically yeah. he's Superman without his moral code. Yeah, it's as if he were raised he's on Krypton without human parents. <laughs> he's an he angry is. nanny. Yes, it's yeah. a mood, guys. <laughs> uh, and then Steel was kind of just the same. I think Steel's the only one they really kind of got right. You know, voiced by um, Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah, live action Black Lightning. Oh no shit, yeah. really? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's the one thing that's really cool about these DC movies is they, for, I would say like 90% of the casting is really good. And then you get that one that's just like, really? Yeah. And that is always the case. 
and this one it was Lex. Um, in the last one, it was also Lex. In the last one it was also Lex. In like one of my favorites, Under the Red Hood, it was as much as I hate to say it, it was Nightwing. I don't think Neil Patrick Harris really worked for me as Nightwing, but which is a shame. Hmm. But that's that's neither here nor there. I have yet to see that Under the Red it's Hood. One of my favorite. It's so Obviously. good. I've, I've been told by a lot. I've been told by like a lot of like DC fans and friends of mine. They're like, you should yeah. watch it. It's well, like one of the what, better like DC. Is that the first one in the ba- so Batman good. and Son trilogy? Like those movies are all I linked. I don't think that counts in that. I don't think it no? does. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I think one of the things that makes that movie so good is the original writer adapted his own work for the movie. So Judd Winnick wrote the original arc under the hood. And then he adapted it for Under the Red Hood. He pretty much mm. just took the same thing and got rid of Superboy Prime. It's probably for the best. It's definitely for the best. Although I did really <laughs> like Superboy Prime because he was so overpowered. It was stupid. Ultimately, Reign of the Superman. How hyped were you guys when you heard about it? And how, oh, God. how much, if at all, I don't want to sway anyone's opinion, but I'm going to say how much, if at all, were you let down after the fact? Okay, so let me let me let me let me just take this one yeah. real quick. Super hyped about it because I thought Death Superman was a very well put together movie. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It was better than like the original Death of Superman that we had like somewhere in the two thousands, like cartoon pretty much. Yeah, where um, they they that was Death and Return of Superman, where they had yes, the, they, the clone that was like all of them pushed into one. Yeah. So Dumb. it's like I did like it a lot better than that, and even my wife, like Jen, loved like Death of Superman. She actually got sad, and she actually teared up when like Superman's lying on the ground and like Lois picks him up and stuff. Like she actually cried a bit. We were looking forward to this. We like made a night out of it last night. We got popcorn ready. I broke my diet for fucking popcorn. Like, you know, it was good, but it didn't start off with the same action as Death of Superman did. Death of Superman started off with just Doomsday showing up and fucking shit up like everywhere he could. And he was just a freaking, like, just mountain of destruction everywhere he went. He walked in a straight line, and everything he, in that straight line was destroyed, yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah. So it just didn't have that action. It didn't have the buildup I was looking for. Um, Cyborg didn't go nuts. You know, like... Now, for Jen, it was great because she never read the comics or knows the history behind some of these characters. So for her, she's just watching a movie. Right. Um, yeah. But for me, it's like I really want to see Cyborg go fucking nuts. I really want to see a big battle between Cyborg and, like, Kala at the end. But it really wasn't that. It was just Superman dubbed down, like, quite a bit. Yeah, because he's got no powers yeah. when he comes back. Yeah. I mean, which is the same in the comics. What was really cool right. was he didn't get melted. Cyborg didn't get his bio- biological parts melted by kryptonite sewage. Yeah. Which I was he didn't get his jaw punched off. Yeah. Oh, well. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, I love a good jaw punch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't as like action packed as like of Death of Superman. Death of Superman had action like pretty much the entire fucking movie. I didn't like Death of Superman either. They're all no. garbage. Really, I like I Death of like Superman. Him. I really liked it. I enjoyed I it. Like Mostly because of Lex. Lex just ruined the whole movie for me. He was a crying baby. He was like, "No, I'm supposed yeah, to win." <laughs> With Superman gone, I should be the savior of Earth. <laughs> I'm gonna run no, for this president. No, this is how it's supposed to go. Okay. Yeah, it was really lame. Thanks, Dwight, for ruining that one. It's tough. Reign of the Superman is probably my first or second favorite Superman story of all. Yeah. I love all the characters introduced. I love what it does for Superman lore. I didn't read it. At the time it came out, I had I bought it. Yeah. I mean, I was five, yeah. so <laughs> it's a lot to take in. But I read it at a later age, and I, I really got an appreciation for 
the way the storytelling was done. Because back in the 90s, there was this little, like, triangle on the cover of every Superman comic that had a number for the year. So if you wanted to read Superman, you would have to read it across his four different titles in sequential order according to this little triangle. And they did that for, like, six years. So you would be reading Superman. You'd be reading Action Comics, Adventures of Superman. Um, And then eventually there were all the spinoff titles with Clone Supergirl, Steel got his own book, Superboy got his own book. It was just a great way to get engrossed and feel like you were getting everything. This was still the the collector's era of buying comics. And those covers, too, the shield covers. Oh, my God. Because it folded out. Yep. And and you would see like the full hero yeah, in there. I have all of those. I have to dig them up somewhere. They're so good. It's it's so much to read. Yeah. But it's it's fun and the art in all of them is great. Like you think nineties comic book art, you think you're in for like some Rob Liefeld this is gonna be a big bulgy mess. Yeah, I know. But you got guys like Jackson Guise drawing mm-hmm. the eradicator stuff. You've got What's his name? John Bogdanov drawing Steel. You got Tom Grummet, Grummet yeah. on Superboy, yeah. and you've got Dan Jurgens on on the Cyborg Superman book. Like these four amazing artists who had done a little bit before, but really came into their own during this period. Like you got to see a real growth Man. of comics, despite like everybody telling you like Death of Superman is when comics started to turn for the worse. Like this story is great. Yeah, but there's so much weird stuff they would have had to cut out for this film, like. Lex Luthor's pretending to be a clone of himself well, or like also, his own it's descendant. Not, yeah, yeah, it's like he's yeah. pretending to be his kid. And he's got the yeah. the flowing... He's got the big red... He looks like a red lion. Yeah. Like he's got a mane. But then it's you have uh, Matrix Supergirl. S- Supergirl's a clone made out of, like, pink jelly. Yeah. It's just, it's all, it's all it's weird. <laughs> it's Guy Gardner has a yellow Sinestro ring. Yeah. Like, he shows up in this story... They take the Justice League out of this, and it's it's really problematic. I know Ellen They took out Booster Gold out of this Justice whole thing. Yeah. Jerks. They put him in a hole and it's like, bye. I, I did like Lois in this. I I did like Wonder Woman a little bit. I don't like how she did that stupid turning and got her costume on. Oh, I love the, the classic I Linda Carter it. it's, turn. It's out of place. There's no place for that. In like this continuity, it's, it's why that shouldn't be there. She should just like take off. She doesn't really have a secret identity. She's like, okay, bye. Yeah. Take off. I don't like that they made her kind of like, I don't have a lot of girlfriends, like special snowflake yeah. kind of thing. Like, that was kind of irritating. Like, so there's just like a lot of subtle sexism, which really ruins like these movies for me. Like, there's one woman in this team of like, what, seven yeah. or eight? But like, they have Hawkman. And my point is, why not just make it Hawkwoman? Or Hawk Girl, who everybody loves. Hawkwoman. But her name is actually Hawk Girl. It should be Hawkwoman because Hawk Girl makes her immediately less than him if she's a girl. Um, and then and then at one point, Lex Luthor falls into Lois Lane's boobs, which is so... Wait, hold on. Does that mean you consider Supergirl, or in this rationale, Supergirl would be considered less than Superman? Yeah, well, she's a teenager, right? She's a teenager, when she uh, well, starts. I mean, in I the, in the DC DCCW this. universe, she's in her twenties. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, she there's a point that they make that is like, I'm a girl. You know, how is that less than? And I'm like, well, it's implied that a girl is like a Same child. Boy. Yeah. You know, when you think of a girl, you don't think of an adult. You think of like maybe a teenager or a little sure. a little girl. So like they're trying to make it, you know, like. It's not anti-feminist, but... Well, they do the same thing with Superboy. 
which they actually do a very good job at addressing in this. And that was actually right out of the 90s cartoons or the 90s comics, too, where they kept, everyone kept going, all right, Superboy. And he's like, don't call me that. I'm Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Superman. Superman. But, you know, it's just I feel like if she is an equal with him, she should be Hawkwoman. That's Fair. just my point. Touche. You know, like make it Hawkwoman instead of Hawkman. At one point, Lex Luthor falls into Lois Lane's boobs, which honestly just makes my head yeah. explode at this point because we've had it in like two move Joss Whedon movies already. I mean, and to be honest, though, at that point, I stopped paying attention to this movie. There's a point where my phone, like my phone just literally just did this. It just slowly got higher yeah. and higher. The, the big, the big crux of this movie higher. ends up being Cyborg Superman has imbued powers on a whole bunch of people, yeah. like regular citizens, and he turns them into like his drones. Yeah. And then he sets them all to like be an opening for a boom tube for Darkseid, which doesn't really make sense because usually with one mother box, like the one that he's got stuck in his chest, is usually enough to make a big ass portal mm -hmm. for whatever you need. Yeah. Um, but he was using human beings who all died. Uh, yeah, that's kind of dark. Yeah, that's really dark. Yeah. The whole thing of Superman is maybe you can't save everybody, but you got to at least try. And this one, it's just kind of like, oh, we'll just smash Cyborg Superman and maybe people will be fixed. And it's like, nope, mm -mm. they turn back to themselves for a split second and then they just not Johnny. Or Polly, mm -hmm. or whatever his name was. Yeah, the, the boyfriend, whatever his name was, he lives. Eddie, Eddie. Tony, whatever. <laughs> Ultimately, would you recommend Raiden Superman to friends and families? Uh, I'm gonna I, say would, I would. Uh, I say read the so, comic instead. Yeah. Off channel, like off channel, like chat that Greg and I were having, because um, we were talking about it last night a little bit. He said, "Hey, you should watch Young Justice at least season three and catch up." And watch Reign of Superman at work and just have it on the background. And I was like, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Reign of Superman. Just told the wife about it. You know, like, we're looking forward to it. Blah, blah, blah. So as we're watching it, in my head, I'm saying, fuck mm -hmm. you, Greg. Because I was right. Because it's just, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like looking at my mm -hmm. phone, not paying attention. Oh, something happened. Cool. Like, it wasn't grabbing me as much. And it's like, fuck, I should have just watched Young Justice. And of course, I started watching Young Justice today when I got back from work. And it's like, God damn it, Greg, wonderful. you're fucking right. This is actually pretty fucking yeah. good. The last episode Young I saw Justice was with the was with the Winter Cop episode. That was the last one I left off at. I'm like, God Every damn it. character in Young Justice has character development, including Wolf. Yes. I love Well, Wolf. not this season. Oh. Wolf is just sleeps. Because he just boy. sleeps the whole time. He's, so he's an old boy. This is, that's what actually happens with dogs. It's just like they're first they're like rambunctious and they help and they're loyal and they do their thing. And then all of a sudden they're just like, eh, you seem fine. But he's an apocalypse dog. He should live longer than that. But it's so funny. He's like, yeah, I'm sure you'll be okay. I'm pretty sure he's going to die this They should sure give Wolf a flashback episode so we could see him like being trained by Granny Goodness and the Female Furies or something. Like he's one of their dogs. No, he isn't. Yeah, he's, he's from, from the Brazilian jungle. jungle. Well, maybe he fell in the jungle later. I think they could do some kind of needlessly elaborate backstory for him and then never give Jason Todd a backstory. Fans would riot. Yeah. Or, yeah, or they... They end the season, and the reveal is Jason Todd, and then we have to wait five more. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. Oh. <laughs> no, thanks. Or even better, Red X shows up, and we never find out who he is either. I'm not going to get Teen over that. Titans. Twice in a lifetime. <sighs> it's Jason Todd. Is it, though? Yeah. Are you sure? Red X is Jason Todd. I don't know, because Beast yeah, Boy I'm points it sure. to it on that chalkboard, which also has a bunch of other people that it couldn't be. 
there's that Teen Titans Go episode where he goes, I still think you're Jason Todd. I think that's But is that canon? Making fun. That's who's, not canon. Who's well, to say? Go. I've researched this very heavily over the past 15 or however many years it's been. Too long. 98 mm-hmm. years it's been. <laughs> um, moving right along. And you think it's not Jason Todd? If it's not Jason Todd, if it's Slade Jr. And it, I'm not talking oh, about Ravager. like Jericho? Imagine. Oh, well, Jericho was actually in Teen Titans. Go. Or I Teen don't Titans. Yeah, Jericho's yeah. there. He was there at the end. For like five yeah. seconds. Jericho has uh-huh. a twin brother. Yeah. Uh, a really quick aside. When I was watching that in college, everyone thought that Slade, who didn't use the name Deathstroke because it was too violent for kids, everyone thought that Slade mm-hmm. was actually Bruce Wayne in disguise testing Robin. And I was like, no, oh, he's shit. actually his own thing. That would have been an insane twist, though. Right. But too bad, you know, Slade Wilson is actually just Slade Wilson and not Matches Malone or Bruce Wayne <laughs> or Batman. Uh, moving right along very quickly, we have a couple of current events that we want to get out of the way. We only have a couple of minutes for this. So, Casey, why don't you just run on through? Yeah, we got some quick news. So, DC announced a whole bunch of things for 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, the first was that they have. Apparently successfully poached James Gunn yep. from Marvel I thought stuff. we heard this a while ago. Yeah, but I, you know, the rumor mill is the rumor mill. Now it's confirmed. Yeah. And and now it's like he's written The Suicide Squad and will be directing The Suicide Squad, which they confirmed is starting fresh. Okay. So not a sequel. So the- they they said remake and not reboot. And I feel like they definitely used the wrong word. I feel like DC doesn't know what they they're don't. Doing. They're blowing everything up. It's all getting blown up. They'll keep Wonder Woman. We'll see how eighty seven does, and that's it. Yeah. Fuck Batman. Yeah. You know all that yeah. jazz. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for a Suicide Squad reboot. I think he could. I mean, the the first film isn't the worst. It is, after all, Academy Award winning suicide squad don't come at me with that bullshit when it's the same year as star trek and they had aliens with lights in their heads academy award winning garbage suicide squad um they have a lot of the good characters in there already so i don't i don't know if they'd reuse people they shouldn't Um, reboot they shouldn't remake they should continue they should make a villains united movie catman man bane Bane. bring back deadshot ragdoll Ragdoll, Par- Scandal Savage, pa- Knockout, Parademon, Parademon. Uh, who else was on that team? I think that was it. Are any of these people ladies? I don't. I'm asking Scandal. because I don't. Scandal Savage Scandal is Savage. talking about. Uh, there was another. Oh, no, she wasn't in that group. But there was um, Knockout's a new god. What the fuck was it? Viper? No. Great. I know what a new god is, but how, there are boys and she's a lady new, new god. La- so. Knockout's a lady new god, and yeah. she's in so lesbians. She's a lady new god. She's in lesbians with scandal. Yeah, but I mean, I th- I think mainly I you love want it. you lesbians. want Catman in there. And oh, Cheshire's on the team originally. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Cheshire's there. They get Cheshire. um, and it turns out they were all brought together by Lex Luthor. Yes, because the actual he, Lex Luthor he, was not Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty confusing. It's a good series, uh, written by Gail Simone, yep. drawn by guys like Dale Eaglesham, Nicholas Scott, mm-hmm. who's really, really good. She drew Wonder Woman for years. Solid. Uh, what else are they blowing up over uh, at DC? The Batman movie yeah. no longer has Ben Affleck in it. Which I'm, I'm kind yep. of... I'm kind of s- it's a young Batman, I think. Yeah, that. that's right. It's a, it's a, it's a younger Batman, so I'm thinking it. not 
year one, maybe like a year two, year three. Well, why not just do a year one? They've done it already. So many they did the like, animated movie. Can I not? Can I I'm, I'm talking like no more Batman. Stick to the Frank Miller story. Year one yeah. is what I'm talking about. I don't know. I people have seen Batman's origin so much, and and even his first outing as Batman, they've seen a lot. Yeah, we've even seen Batman Year Two a whole bunch. Like Mask of the Phantasm is Batman Year That's Two. That's fair. They they said that this movie is going to be like a noir detective story, which combined with the fact that it's also supposed to have a lot of villains, I honestly think they might be adapting Hush. That would be really cool. Which huh. they have not done, Mm-mm. as far as I know. Hush. Uh, Court of Owls, all that stuff would be really yeah. Cool. If they if they adapted something out of the uh, well, if if you adapt Snyder Hush, you have run. to have Superman. That's true. Just they could do Emperor Joker. <laughs> oh, imagine if they did an Emperor Joker. That would be wild. They should do an animated that's, Emperor Joker. Yeah, the only problem is that's a Superman story, so that doesn't really. It's count. still fine. It's I mean, it it's, has Joker as the villain. Yeah. Um, uh, there's other stuff. New Gods yeah. is gonna have. It's gonna be about Mister Miracle and Big Barda, yeah. which is. As expected, mm-hmm. you're not going to have Orion as your central character mm-hmm. in a New Gods movie. Mm-hmm. He's a little flat mm-hmm. and very punchy, which is fine, yeah. but DuVernay is more of a storyteller. It's a people-focused story, and there's no better romance in comics than Scott and Barda. Last one is DC Super Pets. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, tell yeah. me about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it's got characters like Crypto the Super Dog, yeah. Ace the Bat Hound, Streaky. Streaky the Super Cat. Comet the Super Horse. Yeah. I forget the Super Monkey's name. Yeah. There's a lot of Super. Can it have Ace from Present and Future? Yeah, maybe. That'd be uh, great. I'm trying to think of what other Super... You could have Skeets, I guess. <laughs> He's not a pet. He's a friend. <laughs> He's a robot pet. He's not a... Robots can't be pets. I don't know. Um, Unless it's a robot dog, then that could be a pet. Does Wonder Woman have a, no, have a pet? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, Cheetah. But I'm... One last DC thing. Ellen, I know you got something you want to bring up. Uh, Birds of Prey. I'm not excited I'm about so this. excited for some ladies to beat some ass. It's going to be awful, but I'm excited for the fashion, <laughs> according to As long as you're aware, it's going to be awful. Yeah, at least, thank you for admitting it. At Listen, least be, it might suck. I think for equality, we need as many awful female-led superhero movies as we have Awful I disagree because oh, so for movies. that movement, yes, but that's just going to drag all of our wonderful comic book properties through the grinder down, just like Batman and Robin did, and then we're going to have to wait another really fucking long time for good ones. I'm just making a joke that don't like, trigger me. It's going to suck. It's going to there. Suck. There is some really great casting in this. You've got Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. Yeah, I like that. So Ramona Flowers is everyone's favorite. Yeah. Uh, crossbow wielding vigilante ewan mcgregor is in it so he can be in it with his new girlfriend who is that actress mary elizabeth winstead oh god they're dating yeah he divorced his wife and they're dating now Weird. Mm. yeah he's so I old Master Jedi, how could you although that kind of yeah. fits into this character the Obi-Wan. and rosie perez is renee montoya no who shit. i don't i, know I don't know if she's going to be the question she will be movie. i bet you they skip the male question and they go right to her okay i bet that would be great great um, no, even her was beautiful yeah, no, I, I love Fuck it. Fuck the mail question. Goodbye. <laughs> mail question is great. Don't knock me I don't know thing. what we're talking about. I have no idea what we're talking about. The question is the person without yeah. the yeah, face. Yeah, he's got no face. Right? Yeah, and that, by the way, that in Justice okay. League, that arc that he goes through is so We cool. haven't seen it. We haven't watched it together yet. That's the plan for the future. Oh, man. 
That's yeah. so cool. Well, she'll she'll see how cool he is. Yeah, I, I don't care that Harley Quinn is headlining this movie. I thought just go away, just go away, Harley. Just, I'm sick of Harley. It's not that I don't like her. I liked her when she was in like one movie. Yeah, but like she's also like plastered everywhere. Over every, I worked at a mall for a while. I walked by a hot yeah. topic to get to lunch. She was plastered all over that. Go away. I don't go to many cons. Every single one that I go to, there's too many of her. It's a very easy, uncreative cosplay to do. Especially, the not, 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 I'm not about the original Harley Quinn from like the 90s that would cartoon. Be wonderful. Or Harley Quinn from like the comic yeah. book. Those are very amazing costumes. I'm talking about Harley Quinn from Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Very easy costume to do. You don't need yeah. much, you know. I'm tired of parents dressing up their fucking kids as Joker and Harley Quinn because it, it's it, it opens up a bunch of issues. So yeah. I don't even want to talk about. It's just it's something like it bugs me. Like if you're gonna be Harley Quinn, be really creative with Harley Quinn when you're doing cosplay. Like give me her fucking jester outfit, like straight up to the nines with the white makeup. It looks amazing. One could say that's simple in itself, but it's it looks amazing when done right. I think we can all agree Birds of Prey is probably not going to be. But we're going to see it anyway. But we're going to see it and yeah, going to have I'm gonna fun. See I'm going to get drunk and enjoy it. Cheapo myself. Tuesday at the local shithole theater. I will not pay more than $5 for that ticket. I refuse. Gross night. That's, it. That's officially all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 175 Woo! of the Bad Carity Funky podcast. I want to go ahead and thank Girl. everyone just very, very quickly. Uh, who showed up in chat and was kind of hanging out. We had Ocon showing up. We had Boulevard Gaming. We had Rutu. We had... Did I already say Ocon? I'll say it again. Ocon. And we also had... Can't... Don't call him a troll. Matt Jackson on Twitch 2003. I'm going to call him a little bit of a troll, though. I think that's what he was doing. Uh, and You know, if you say Ocon's name in succession, he'll show up to your house with a Guinness. Ocon, 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 Ocon. How many Guinnesses do I get? I don't know. One and, a, nice feeling. one and two <laughs> thirds. So I guess he had a sip out of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Soul Ghetto Guy showing up right in there. And everyone who is hanging out in chat and lurking, we appreciate you as always. If you want to come out, come out and hang out with us live, we do this on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over at twitch.tv forward slash badcoyotefunky. Also, feel free to uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts because we're probably there except Stitcher. We're working on that. Um, I also want to thank uh, Ellen for hanging out with us tonight and getting to talk all about Young Justice and Rainbow Superman and some DC current events. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, everyone, thank you all for coming out. We'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time. We love you, everybody. Good night!